I'm finna put all this in my book bag because I'm from the streets. Yeah, yeah. Boom, what's going on? It's your boy Ambition, and we're back at it with another episode of the MYFB podcast. And today with me, I have a very special guest, guest, rocking pink here. And no, it's not pink. Slightly, uh, well, not even slightly, a lot more melanin in the skin than uh <laughs> than pink. Um, you know, I've had the pleasure to watch you go from man, what was it like a thousand followers a year a year ago? I started well, a year ago, I started with 200 followers. 200 followers whoa so from 200 to now you're over 10,000 right almost at 10,000 I have 9,915 okay so (laughs) So I'm getting there so everybody listening go ahead check the podcast description we're gonna get that follower count out uh so that we could pop this (laughs) bottle of ace of spades for the new year is that where we're going yes what 10k please (laughs) oh no all right so for those of you who don't know Rocky, Rocky is, I, I look at you more of a, so, as a uh, social media strategist, but what's the official term that you, you consider yourself? Um, I would say I'm an Instagram marketing strategist right. and a business coach because with Instagram, that's great. But my point is to try to help people get sales on Instagram. So I always have to kind of walk them through the path of, you know, getting people to your account, but then what do I do with them now? You know, um, and then getting them into leads and email sequences. So I kind of like combine the both of them. All right. So Rocky kind of, and I love your content. Let me, let me share a story for about why I love your content. Uh Oh, I'm scared. No, no, don't be scared. It's (laughs) more on me than it is you. So, you know, obviously a year ago, we all meet, everybody's on clubhouse. Everybody's trying to do their individual hustle on clubhouse. Right. Um, I'm bad at following rules. I don't follow any of the rules. I'm just doing, I'm doing, I'm ambition, doing more like 19 year old ambition shit, not 30 year old ambition (laughs) shit on Clubhouse. So, you know, I'm, I'm participating in demon times and all the stuff, you know, I, I not, not being focused. Let's call a spade a spade. I was not focused. Right. (laughs) Um, as time goes on, everybody falls off of Clubhouse slightly. Right. No, we remember that. And then mm-hmm. I see Rocky post about something that I was doing and I felt so great about it at the time because I was finally getting quote unquote engagement. I was finally getting some n- numbers. I was on the board and I looked up and Rocky was like engagement pods. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, shit, let me stop with the engagement pods. Rocky said no. And before that, here's where I get like my hand slapped twice. My partner, who's my social media strategist, just not listening. She had already told me about it. Right. She told me about it. And I was like, go ahead and do it. Right. (laughs) Then I see you talk about it and I go back to her. She's like, oh, but you didn't want to listen to me when I said stop. Like, but you know, I, we always need that second person to tell us that we're wrong. And another thing, just to comfort you, I was in them too a long time ago. So we make mistakes and we learn from them, and then we tell everybody else about them. So yeah, you're cool. Yeah. Don't don't do engagement pods, guys. <laughs> don't do that. Um, but overall, uh, your 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 post and your overall page has been filled with a bunch of information, um, that I know I've used to grow, um, and you know. Apparently, a lot of people have used to grow. So let's talk about, you know, what what has been the difference in success uh, for you from 
you know, a year ago, going from 200 uh, followers to now really teaching people how to make money off of their Instagram. Um, yeah. What, what was the number one thing that you think allowed you to go from point A to point B? Yeah. So actually, um, not a lot of people know, but I've been doing Instagram for eight years. Um, I started off as a social media manager. Um, but as things changed with Instagram, you have to change your strategy. Um, back in the day, it was so easy to grow accounts, like super easy. You could use stupid hashtags. You don't have to do like all the things that we do now. So um, I actually have a personal account that was at 21,000 followers. Um, and I tried to like transform that into a marketing page. And then some people didn't care because it was my modeling page. It was my meme and joke page, you know. Um, so as Instagram started to do more with business type stuff, it, it changed completely. So I actually had to relearn for myself. And what I learned, the biggest thing that I learned is your page it's not for you like if you have a business you really need to format your page to you know how people will receive it so if I'm an Instagram strategist and people need information about Instagram they're not going to care about my selfie how much money I'm making all these things they're going to be like why am I going to keep going to her page so what I started doing was offering value tips tricks you know even funny memes about Instagram the things that people are doing wrong on Instagram right. um, you know all those things because they know that they can follow me. And um, that way they can keep up with all the information and get all the training and stuff that they need, because I'm always providing value on those pages. Wow. No, I, I definitely, um, I definitely see the value there. And that's something I've had to uh, transition my mindset to, right? Because I just want to come on my page and smoke and have fun and be the fun guy. <laughs> right. Wow. But, um, you know, like you said, your page isn't for you, right? And that's not what people need from me. Like that doesn't help any of my listeners make any money or get any further in their business and it doesn't help me achieve my mission statement. So I definitely see where you're going with that. I mean, um, you, I, I definitely will say that having a piece of you in there is good because mm -hmm. what I learned, um, especially with clubhouse and Instagram is people do care about you. Like mm -hmm. they like the value, but they do want to learn about you as well. So sprinkling a little stuff in about you, is okay. Just don't drown the page out with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, narcissism's bad. Go ahead and knock, knock that off the checklist. <laughs> no narcissism. Right. Okay. So th this has been the thing that we've uh, had conversation back and forth about in my business a lot. And that's um, personal brands and how they're being used. Right. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm actually starting get, to get like sick. Like I'm, I'm tired of going to yourname.com. Like I've said that before to a couple really? of people. Yeah, like I'm over it. Like I don't want to send anybody to ambitionphillips.com. Like who gives a shit? Right? But like my, my, but mine is my name. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why it's a good yeah. thing. But go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish like Kanye. <laughs> 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 then I'm gonna chop you up, but go ahead. <laughs> I man, man, we could chop the chop then. Um my my thing, like I just don't want to send anybody to ambitionphillips.com. I I feel like where's the thing that you can relate to, right? Like mm -hmm. um you know, I'm, I'm really wanting to lean more towards building a brand community. And mm -hmm. I don't, I think my name might be a little different because my name being ambition is a concept in of itself, right? Like, it's not like yeah. you just hear my name and think about big black dude with dreads and beard. Like, that's not how that goes. Um, but when it's your actual name, like, you know, MarthaStewart.com, right? Like Martha Stewart has spent a long time with her personal brand to help conjure images of home decor when you hear her name instead right. of a 
white woman named Martha Stewart, right? right. So that's kind of like my beef with part um, with personal brands. Um, it's you know, did you actually do the work to kind of do that transition? You definitely did that work. Like your fucking hair is pink. There's unicorns. <laughs> your your car is there. Like I immediately go rocky pink social media. Like done. A lot of people do that. And you know what? The the one thing that I will say about the personal, this is this is kind of I kind of fell into it because my name is Rocky and I was like, all right, social with Rocky, that's easy. Mm. Um, but the for SEO purposes, it's amazing. Like everything, really? even if you don't, even if you don't use your name, whatever you use, mm-hmm. like social with Rocky's my Instagram page, my Facebook page, it's my my Twitter is Rocky Media X. Um, everything is social with Rocky. And for SEO purposes, if you were to type in social with Rocky in Google, I'm on the first three pages. Nice. Not only that, I did kind of build a personal brand because my name is in it. And like you said, when you think of pink, you think of Rocky. When you think of Lexuses, you probably think of Rocky too. Right. And um, also I do most, I actually have 11 businesses. And so with me branding myself, Rocky, I can have something else related to that. Um, I actually have a clothing brand coming out called Native Unicorn. And right. everyone knows I have like a unicorny type vibe. So that's going to be attached to the brand as well. So for those that have multiple passions or what they call multifaceted, if you have a personal brand, it's just so much easier to link different businesses to your personal brand versus having a website for this, a website for that, a website for this, you know, um, and then you can split it up however you want because you are the brand. But I okay. definitely understand where you're coming from because sometimes, you know, somebody can have a website out and you're like, like, who are you? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, you right. didn't earn this. <laughs> so I, I get there's that. There's one person that I, I went to their website, and I, I'm not even going to lie. If you go back to episode five, I was really probably just hating and bitching because I asked them to be on the podcast, and they sent me to their speaker's booking page. I was like, I'm not about to pay you to be on this podcast. Yeah. So I went on the, that that episode was like, all right, let me, let me really figure out what you're about. You know, when you start getting... Mm -hmm. so I did all that and I was like why is the first thing on your page a donation button huh why am I donating to your name.com I was just mad yeah no that's that's too much um now if they have if they have been established then yeah definitely would would have paid you know depending on who that person is and you they have the right to do that um for me I just think I think I think it's smart to do stuff like you know I'm not going to say, I hate using the word free, but to do stuff like to collaborate with people, because when you collaborate yeah. with people, that's, that's free traffic right there. You know, I so guess. who knows, who knows, you know, me being on this podcast or wherever I'm at, um, as a collab, somebody might hire me off of that, you know? I, I guess, um, you know, it, it, it's hit or miss for me, right? Like, I, I guess I, the, the position that yeah, the positions I would like to be in are, you know, ahead of me. But mm-hmm. my stance is always like, well, so what if you're one of the most, known, most known people on the planet, right? Are you going to be a shitty person at that, right? Like right. we always see people like, you know, celebrity status and then the attitude that they carry it with really starts they, to bug. They kind of forgot how they started out and where they came from. Yeah, I was like, I, I felt like there was a, a, a more respectful way to say, bro, I can't do that. Right. You know what I mean? Not don't just send me a, a fucking booking page with. Like, <laughs> Let me pass you to my secretary. <laughs> right, like what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, no, I feel you. I understand completely. Yeah, like I was just like, man, like if you were just a little bit more down to earth, but if that's your high horse, right? Like, because it is, it's 
it's about the battery you put in someone else's back. And I, I, I never want for somebody to be mm-hmm. negatively motivated to succeed by me. Right. Right. Like I never want somebody to come back around with a billion dollars and throw 25,000 in my face and go, fuck you, bitch. And yeah. just drive off. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. One thousand percent. Um, I, I, I normally, you don't know, like peep the vibe before you approach people. Like you knew you could approach me because we right. chit chat and laugh all the time. But like certain people, if I can, like, I'm, I'm real big on energy. Like if I talk to you and you're kind of cold before I even get to the ask, then it's like mm, I'm not even gonna worry about it. I'm, I'm not like that. I'm like yo. Oh, I'm you just. <laughs> You just go all in with everybody, huh? I'm, I'm shooting. I shoot. The oh, shot, God. Right? No, you can't. Like, I mean, if you're the type of person and there are people out there that especially salespeople, they're good at it, man. They're like they love rejection. Like, let me just talk to A, B, C and D and somebody's going to answer and somebody's going to buy, you know, um, I'm trying to get like that. But I'm, I'm not. I, I'm all like not that I fear rejection. I think I'm a little more cautious. Like you're not going to make me feel bad. <laughs> nah, I, I want like I, I guess I kind of crave it right like I'll give you an example when I was like 25 23 right I was gung-ho on being a motivational speaker hmm. so one of the speakers on the circuit right now he could tell you uh this is my mentor my big brother I messaged the top tier motivational speaker at that time still still a top tier speaker right now uh Eric Thomas I love Eric Thomas I found his email, I found his book. <laughs> and you, oh my God, what'd you do? I'm I did, your story. Go ahead. I did some <laughs> Brooklyn boy shit. I was like, listen, man, I'm better than you by the time I'm 26. <laughs> oh my God. I hit said, and then I was like, all right, let me get to work. It's time to get better than Eric Thomas. It did not work out that way, but I wrote the fucking check. I don't got no problem with that. Did he reply back? Fuck no. <laughs> if he ever sees me in person i'm gonna deny him I'm like i don't know that guy I'm <laughs> ambition i don't know him uh, you definitely have people that drive you now i have a, a certain instagram person that you know she shut me down i went to her for help like i looked up to her and i was like oh my god you're the best and she's just like you'll never be like me you're not an expert nah, nah, nah. and i'm like that was me i'm like all right i'm gonna be better than you watch and right. now to this day like now we're good friends she supports me she's trying to help me and i don't even think she knows that she that happened and this happened like maybe a few years back when I first started out I don't think she knows and like everything in me is like don't say don't remind her because you're better than that Rocky but you know the devil side is like nope tell her because maybe she don't know I hold grudges I'm not gonna be like see remember that time like that's not what I'm gonna do I'm gonna be cold with it. I I just <laughs> like I'm gonna be real cold slick on the back end. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be like, yo, you heard about that podcast? I'm like, yeah, man. I don't know what's going on. He invited everybody around me. He ain't even invite me not once. It's like my bad. I just don't know you like that. <laughs> it's like if I see her in the audience, I'm not shouting her out. I want to think, mm, go all the way around her and <laughs> mention right. everyone's name except for her. <laughs> But I mean, and no disrespect to those people up top, right? Like, you know, there's the utmost respect, right? Because I I know that's a precarious position to be in as well. You got people sending you messages with bullshit when they're 25 years old. Um, I don't think you're the only one, though, to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, you might have been, but just to comfort you, maybe you weren't. Man, but and, and to be honest, it's um, I, I 
definitely all right so i like the fact i like where we're about to go right as a fellow veteran right yes thank you for your service by the way thank you um thank you <laughs> right? thank you for your support um <laughs> as a fellow veteran i know you know number one right tough job it's tough even when you're in a um an administrative or an office type position very tough mm-hmm. right um and leads to a lot of burnout. To what degree did serving in the military motivate you to say, you know what? I do not want to work for another motherfucker. I don't mm. need people telling me what to do. A hundred percent. Like a hundred percent why we are probably doing what we're doing because I, I mean, look at me now. Like I have piercings all over the place. My <laughs> hair is pink. I got my nails back, like all the things because at the end of the day, like I remember Hello, I lost my edges because I had to put my hair back in a slick ponytail every single day for 17 years. Oh, my years. God. I do you not. Know? Don't shave my face because if I get another razor bump, I'm headbutting. <laughs> the and they, don't under- they don't understand that in the military that African-Americans can't shave every day. Like, it's just right. not a good thing. But um, that was my thing. As soon as I got out, I'm like, I'm never having a boss again. And unfortunately, I got out and I worked for a contractor who's toxic. Um, mm. And I just quit my job two weeks ago. Um, so now I'm full time. So I'm super Ooh, excited about that. But that was the thing. I don't want nobody telling me what to do, what I can can and can't wear, how I can act, right? You know, you know, um, demeaning me. Like it's just, and I don't I don't like people. I love people, but I don't like some people, you know. So it's like it, I can deal with who I want to now. I don't have to like deal with you because of you know. So yeah, it definitely motivated me to be full time. Okay, so now now you're all in with the business, which mm-hmm. I love, right? Um I'm definitely all in right now too, has been one of the scariest things that I've ever done with my life, right? Like, yes. Um, and I just want people to keep in mind when I was joining the military, I definitely wanted to go infantry. I was like, no, I want to shoot shit, right? Was not scared at all, right? Mm. Here we are, fast forward. Go work full time on your business. Uh, but who's going to pay me? These right. People, <laughs> <laughs> yes. These people don't be liking me all the time. Yeah. Um, so definitely one of the scariest things that I've ever had to do. And, um, if I'm being honest for myself, it came along with burnout, right? Like, um, you know, I, I work in cybersecurity or worked in cybersecurity was just kind of feeling the pressure and was like, look, I'm, I'm over it. I give a shit less about your ones and zeros and, you know, synchronous (laughs) network, right. (laughs) You get it. So, (laughs) um, was there any burnout in your case or was it more just so executing your plan and, you know, everything falling in line and fall, let, letting mean as far as the, the job? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, absolute burnout. Cause I, I went from retiring in the military and going directly into a contracting job, doing the same thing as a contractor. Mm. Now the pay was amazing. Um, yes. but the situation that I was in, I'm 39. I was a supervisor over four people, um, older people. Like I asked this lady, when did you start? She was like 1981. I was like, I was born in 82. Like, and she's been <laughs> in this job the whole time. And I was in charge of her. So she had a hard time listening to me. Um, they didn't know. I, I knew the newest 
in all the systems. They knew the old system, so it was hard to train. Um, not only that, it was a toxic work environment. My supervisor didn't know anything about supply system, but he wanted the power. So he kept undermining me, setting me up to where my um, the, my subordinates wouldn't listen to me. He would tell them not to listen to me, yet I would get blamed for stuff. It was just a really toxic environment. So at the time, um, you know, I had 90% disability, which means healthcare-wise, I'm covered, but my kids are not. So I did what I needed to do to get my 100% disability. And I kept telling them, you know, once I get 100%, I'm out. Like, that's my, my cushion. So what I did was in my business, I started to work more in my business. I literally would work, go to school, um, you know, my business, work, school, business, work, school, business. I got my degree in July, June or July. And then it was work, business, work, <laughs> business, to the point of where my business became my main income and my job became my side hustle because I was making, wow. making way more money in my business than I was in my job. Um, on Clubhouse, I made, I had a $22 ebook and I sold it for over $5,000 in two weeks. That more than replaced my monthly income at my job. And I was like, man, if I was home doing this every day, like, can you imagine how much I would have made? So I just quit. And you were exactly right when you said fear, because I remember walking out, I was crying because I had gotten into it with my boss that day. I actually did things the right way. I did the two week notice, but he decided to pick with me and pick with me and pick with me that day because he was mad. I put in my two weeks notice because I was the only one that knew the job and it just destroyed me. And I, we got in a bad argument and I just threw everything in the box and I was walking out as I'm walking out. I remember just like, okay, like, what are you going to do now? Like, you know, like you have your business, but you don't think about that. Now you're like, oh my God, I'm walking out. <laughs> I'm right. quitting my job. Right. And I got, I got in the car and the minute I got in the car, it was like this huge weight lifted off my shoulder. Wow. Like you don't have to answer to anybody again. Like you are in control of your destiny and what you do in your business to where you can earn, you know, your money. You've been doing it. Like I had to keep reminding myself, you've been doing it. So what's the difference? You're just doing it more now because you have more time. That is exactly that. Like that mirrors my situation. My my friend died, and I had to fly home. Right. Oh, I'm sorry and, about that. Oh no, it's. I mean, I I charge it to the game, right? And sad nonetheless, but you know that that's that's still my God. Love him to death, right? Yeah. Um. But so when I flew home for his memorial service, and I came back before I left, it was. Oh, we love your work. Love everything you're doing. I come back to a performance improvement plan. I'm like, look, I'm out, right? So wow. I walk. Yeah, I walked away from that. That was the salary position. And 30 days later, largest media company on the phone. Hey, we need a cybersecurity engineer. We need somebody to run the sock. I'm in there. They were going through a merger at the time. Mm -hmm. Um. So now after this merger, now, instead of me running one sock, I'm running three different socks, right? They just kind of merged them all. Oh, and when wow. I go back and I say, Hey, uh, so about that raise, um, they're like, yeah, well, you know, we could give you a $10 an hour raise. Uh, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? I could, I could go out here. Like I could just, <laughs> right. Like, I could go figure out how to fuck myself by myself. I don't need <laughs> you to do it for me we like, need your help right <laughs> dang yeah so, yeah I, I walked from that and I was like look man this is this is where I'm at let's go all in on the business and let's let's see if we got the fucking chops right like if I can do it for you for 40 hours a week 
what can I do for myself in those same 40 hours? Exactly. And the thing about it is I say to people all the time and I'm not a huge, I used to be that person when everyone's like, leave your nine to five. I'd be like, no, my nine to five is amazing. And you're going to tell me what to do. Like, you're not going to nine to five shame me. But then it was like, no, like these people, if you die today, you're replaced tomorrow. They can fire you right away. And guess what? You'll be replaced. Like they don't care about you. So we got all this passion for our jobs. We want to hold on to the security. These people don't give a crap about you. Like they don't. God damn. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, that's, that's what I stuck in my head. And then on top of that, depending on where you are, you got to look at your promotion. Like when I thought about it, when I left, I'm like, I was already at the top of my, I would, I would not get promoted any further I couldn't the next the next up for me would have been the project manager and I'm not doing that you know so right. I'm like I'm not gonna be like this lady she's been here since 1981 like that's 40 years I'm 40 like I'm, I'm 39 I'm not I'm not doing that <laughs> right no I I totally get it and you know what even with I I kind of did it much differently than you I will say right like my business was not consistently generating enough money to support me at first and um I said, well, you know what? Fuck it. Right. And I do not advise anybody do this. Right. Do not (laughs) (laughs) do not just jump out the window and say, fuck it. Um, Unless you got the stomach for that, like verify with yourself that you got the uh, you can keep your lunch. Right. Um, Because it really did take a lot of effort. And now we're to the point where, you know, we can go a week where we're closing six thousand in a week. But shit it wasn't like that immediately it right it was um building those skills that you know maybe you didn't neglected to build right like like you said hating people I, fucking anger management twice literally the word said to people was i hate people right i hate the fuck that y'all got me around all these fucking people i gotta be nice right they not nice but i gotta be nice listen I was a whole, I told them and I shouldn't have said it, but I said it. I was like, listen, if I stay on this job, it's either going to be a homicide or this building's burning down. (laughs) Yo, Rocky, I told them, like, is that a threat? I'm like, yes, because I. I told my therapist the same thing. I, when I, when they finally sent me to mental health, they were like, so what keeps you calm? I was like, the fact that I know I could burn everything down if I wanted. (laughs) She was like, that's not. That's not normal. I was like, no, y'all don't, y'all don't think about that. <laughs> That's the because they don't think about people's like, and, and it was so sad. I'm telling you, my situation and my job was so sad because it was like a mind. Hopefully I can say the F word, but it was like a mind. Fuck. This, is like, the, this is the curse in podcast. I know. <laughs> it was like a mind fuck to me because they would, they would seriously like do shit to make me feel Like I would like they would put people against the whole building to the point where new people would walk in and they'd be like, oh, watch out for Rocky because she got attitude or she she's difficult to work with. I'm like, yeah, because y'all made me that way. Like you make people you put people against me and then you still need my help and I help and you still can I give you a quick story? Yes, ma'am. Of course. Quick, quick story. I decided to wear a dress one day at work. And I I am the youngest. However, it was past my knees. It had a little slit, but I had tights underneath it. These ladies, older ladies wear dresses all the time. So I walk in, I actually read the policy, nothing against dresses because I do work with mechanics and welding shop, but I'm in the office. So nothing against dresses. They said you can wear dresses. So 
my project manager called me in and he was like, yeah, we've had a complaint about your dress. You know, it's been, a, do you think it's offensive? I was like, no, I said, people wear dresses all the time. He was like, well, we've had a complaint. So I'm like upset. I walked out the office, go straight to my supervisor. Now my supervisor is the one that is the shady one that keeps throwing me under the bus. Mm-hmm. When I left my job, he was the project. He got bumped up to the project manager, which is why I left. But anyway, so I go to him and I'm like crying, upset. I'm like, they're trying to write me up because I'm wearing a dress. He was like, what? Why would they do that? That makes no sense. Like he was all gone hell for me. He was like, let's go talk to the project manager now. I was like, okay. So I'm going in there with him. Like he, he about to tell him something. So I sat down and he was like, you know, um, Rocky doesn't understand why she's getting run up for the dress. And then so my project manager, he just sitting there calm and he's just like, okay. He was like, wait, wait, wait. He was like, let's just get something clear right now. Let's just put it all on the table. And I'm sitting up like, what are we putting on the table? So he was like talking to my supervisor. He was like, weren't you the one that told me her dress was inappropriate? And I'm looking at my supervisor and he's just like, yeah, yeah, sir. I did kind of mention it. So he was like, you were the one that told on her. So I'm like, so I'm sitting there crying and you thinking you gonna help me out. And you were the one that complained the whole time. So it was like little stuff like that. <laughs> What's going on at my job? That's a fucking snake. Yes. Yes. And it was happening on a consistent basis, whether it be that my attitude, my job performance, it was just a whole train wreck, a whole train wreck. So okay. yeah, I couldn't do it. All right, so let's talk about it. Um, I, I should tell you one more story that's gonna get me in trouble, but I should probably send <laughs> another email and you know I like your up. email stories. <laughs> no, okay. All right, I'm gonna tell it, right? Um, and hopefully I don't get in trouble for this because I actually mean well and I'll I'll just I'll like, bail you get out. rid of it if it <laughs> so a certain somebody within the um I guess you could say speaker entrepreneur community, right? They uh, just came out with a relationship improvement club, right? If, if you, if you're following, you know what I'm talking about. And I went to the page and I realized they didn't buy the domain. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go buy this domain. I already know where you're going with this. And so I just I bought the domain. <laughs> I bought the domain and then I emailed them, right? I sent separate emails to the Instagram page and their admin page for their website and all that. <clears throat> and uh I haven't heard anything back. So now I'm sitting here contemplating, like, do I want to actually post? And I've been thinking about what angle I want to do it from. Because I view it as a coaching session. No answer is a free coaching session. You're telling me people don't give a shit about this. But if I, going back to what you said earlier about SEO, if I go Google your your phrase and I put something up on that domain, I'm going to be the first person to pop up. So that's kind of why I was like, oh, let me just go ahead and purchase this for a couple of dollars and just send you an email. Yeah. So, so that they have to buy it from you for more. I, I didn't say that it was going to, I actually, that's not what I said. I okay, was going to go trade it. I'm going to trade it for a strategy session. I just want to get on a call <laughs> and see how we can work together. You're forcing them to work with you. <laughs> I, I'm not forcing them. I just, I got a little bit of You're bri- you were bribing them. That's not bribing. Come on. That, but you know what? People do that. Matter I mean, of fact, in, Cl- in Clubhouse, they had a whole room 
where this guy was like, here's all y'all domains. If you want them, you got to pay me a thousand dollars. I mean, right. There were people buying them because it was, it was their name. It was their stuff, but they didn't have any, you know, so they were like, Oh, like, you know, just paying. And I was just like, man, this guy is hustling. But right. I'm not doing that. Right. Like I'm not saying like, yo, pay me a thousand dollars. I just want to do a strategy call. I want to know what the logic is. Like, why is it that you don't care but about? But do you think I'll they would have given you a good strategy call though, if you were like, "Hey, dangling their domain over their head"? Do you think well, you would have been a good? I think that otherwise, I probably wouldn't be on his radar like at all. So you so, got his attention. Yeah. So even. <laughs> <laughs> so even even if you like, even if they <laughs> never say my name, if my name pops up somewhere, they're like ambition that that's like you being in a building and me trying to talk to you all day long and you go out to your car you got a flat tire and i'm like do i got your attention now can we talk because you can't go nowhere <laughs> no 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 it's not that's like you holding the jack and the spare tire that you had <laughs> that you had that you purchased oh my god right? you purchased the jack and a spare tire and you have it and i'm just asking to borrow it and if you say you know what? I've been wanting to take you on a date. Was good, <laughs> right? Like you're not holding. I'm I, like, I assume you, you know would what? Help me whether I said yes or no, but now you could definitely get your answer. <laughs> but you know what's so funny? People like you are great entrepreneurs because y'all think around. Like y'all don't think in the box, out the box. Y'all y'all think around the whole damn box. Like no, nobody yeah, like, thinks fuck that box. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say his name, but if you if you look at who's running up relationship um communities right now, there's a few right people. Now. I don't. Hmm, I can't think right now. I don't. I don't think um relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relationship, marriage, that sort of thing. There's a couple of them. Yeah. How famous is he? Um. I mean, relatively. Do I follow him? Do you think? I, I think so. I think so. Hmm. Let, me, let me double check. I'll tell just you right text now. Text it to me. Text it to me so I know who it is. I won't say his name. I'll just react. <laughs> hey, all right, I'll text it to you. I sent it to my <laughs> man's, right? And my man's is actually in with him. They're, they're cool and shit. And he didn't say nothing. So when he, he didn't say nothing, I said, yo, judging from your silence, I'm going to assume this was a bad play. Right? He's like, well, it's a play. Run your play. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of was like, oh, you got me. You got me. But I mean, hey, if they were I business just savvy. Oh, God, here we go. I don't know who that is. No. Mm -mm. You are not the first person that that has said that to me, though. But me I mean, see. I'm going to Google him. I'm going to just send you his. Uh, his main page. I think you should know when you see his. Oh, this is him. I I guess so. I guess so. Don't don't do that. No, I don't think. Oh, I don't think. I don't think. No, this is somebody else. I don't know who this is. Hold on. Okay, there we go. That way I can look. You could go ahead and show me. Right, they they can't see that. I, well, I sent you the page. No. The, with all that though. That's weird. I wouldn't even listen to him. Really? Okay. My, my stance what? was... Look at him! <laughs> all right, so I'll put it to you this way. Mommy, okay, look at us! What's the difference? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> What's the difference? 
I say that I got piercings and pink hair. I got a whole nose piercing, ear piercing. <laughs> my beard don't connect. <laughs> right? Oh my god, that's so good. But um, <clears throat> not so. He's a, he's, say, he's a he's a relationship person. They're running it up where um you know him and his wife and his people are are doing a uh, a club and they're helping people get their relationships together and not be so toxic. So I just uh, purchased the name that they were using. Cause uh, yeah, that was, it was, it was bugging me a little bit. Right. Um, and not to knock him. I, I just kind of want like a, a genuine answer to, you know, if you're running it up and you're making millions, then why can't you just purchase a fucking domain? Right. right. It, I mean, it sounds simple to me, but, I mean, and it's it, funny because that actually goes to um, people hopping into business or getting famous fast and not knowing the background of everything you're supposed to be doing. Mm. You know what so, I mean? Because there's a lot of people like that. There's a girl that actually came up on my stage today and I was actually happy about it because she said it. She said, I'm an influencer and I have a lot of followers. I need help because somebody wants to manage my um, wants me to manage their page or social media page. And just because I can do that, I don't want to act like I'm an expert. And, you know, I know how I ran my page. And I was like, thank you for coming up here and saying that, because a lot of Instagram influencers and people with big names, they automatically go to, oh, I can manage social media accounts. And here's social media advice. No, you can't make people go viral because you went viral for some reason. Virality isn't something you can teach right and people are throwing money at them and getting pissed off because they're not social media people they're just influencers right not that they don't know it but at the same time it's like yeah listen mm. we we recently started working with some brands that um you know they they kind of exploded much in the same way where you know they might be making a lot of money in a month but they need even help with how to continue to expand because you know they're worried about whether or not they've tapped out their market the growth has happened so fast that, you know, they're dealing with an audience that they could give a shit less about. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you. That happens plenty. And I, I guess I never looked at this person that way. Right. I was like, okay, you, you brought in millions, you can pay for a website. Right. And I, I wanted to look at it where I could have my questions answered, um, you know, as they pertain to business, because, you know, I'll, you're you're doing much more successful than I am, right? You're much more successful than I am in the financial area. For me, it's understanding: do your audience care? Does your audience care about that sort of stuff? Like, do they care that you don't have a website? Do they care that it doesn't look like things are well put together? What does the audience care about? And that teaches me a lesson, right? Like, don't try to share your audience. They don't give a fuck about what I do and the level of quality that I do it in. Right. I, I need to go find my people that that's more so what the lesson was for me. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I for me, if you didn't know how to buy a domain, I don't know if I can go to you for much business advice. Ooh, shots fired. Just a thought. Just a thought. I don't know. Cause that's like that's like I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not a, a website person either. Like I had to learn about domains, but I mean, and not that they don't know their skill because they probably do. But right. I would I would be like questioning them a little bit like. <laughs> right and, and that's kind of like what my strategy. word was i like your strategy you got my my wheel spinning a little bit <laughs> you try to see who, <laughs> who's told me you could go back all right so we're around that time in the the show where we do a story for a story on each episode i trade a story for a story 
right? I'm expecting your stories to be about as good as mine. I get away with a lot of my guests haven't been in the military. So I tell them some crazy shit that I did back in the day. And they're like, whoa. But I think Rocky's going to have a good story for us today, guys. So, oh, God, I don't know. I have to think about what kind of stories, like around what? Just wild, just whatever wild, crazy story. This is the authentic as fuck podcast. So, next time you with us, Rocky, like, the, like the our name is MYFB. It stands for Mind Your Fucking Business. Next time you with us, Rocky, I like, saw the shirt. I was like, oh my yeah. god, I want one. I want one of the shirts. I got you. I will send me your address. I'll send you a shirt. Yay! Right. Excited. Right. But that's no problem. Next time you with us, though, you gotta let your nuts hang. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I will let my nuts hang. You was very polite this time, but I was very polite because you know I'm shy. No, don't do that. I have a story. I'm trying to think of a story that I have that's um hmm. I don't think I ha- and I'm not even a good girl. That's the crazy part. It's like what what um okay, then a bad girl story. Let let's get in a, what's going on with the real Rocky. <laughs> um i'll tell you the craziest thing i did in the military um and it's it's kind of like raw in the past not here anymore let's just be clear about that so when i was at fort stewart um which is in georgia i you know i was making money in the military but i was also a single parent and then um because we went to the field so much i mean like 45 days at a time i had to pay for the child care mm. and that was like $3000 a month my whole paycheck and i didn't have enough money for my kids so anyway long story short i decided to uh be a stripper on the side nice. while in the military so the whole what i decided to do and this is when i first got into wigs and all these things was um i decided to you know dress it up because i'm like nobody will recognize me i'll be fine the strip club was in the woods like it was like in this far far place in the woods i'm like nobody even comes out here so i remember one night i had a, I had a mentor stripper stripper mentor and mm-hmm. uh she used to you know we used to dance together have a good time and slowly but surely i started seeing my soldiers coming in and i was just like oh please don't recognize me like i just literally was like please god like i, I used to run to the locker room and she was like what are you doing i've got to get this money i'm like no i keep, like right now no and she was like just come out here they're not even gonna recognize you it's dark and i said cool beans so i went out there and they didn't recognize me like and i was like oh okay well this is cool so every weekend i'll continue to do my thing you know they didn't recognize me one day we were in formation and I'm just sitting there tired, drunk, falling asleep. I was like, you know, one of the soldiers that was at the strip club came up to me and um, he was like, are you good, Sergeant Griffin? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. He was like, you tired, huh? I'm like, I am. And he was like, all right, well, do you need me to get you some Gatorade? Because you look sick. I was like, yeah, I appreciate it. So I got Gatorade, came back. And then um, he was like, all right, then. Thanks, Rainbow. I was like, <gasps> oh he launched it on you they knew me they knew it was me the whole time (laughs) all right so all right i got one for you that's i was so embarrassed like my cheeks are red now (laughs) (laughs) no but and i never would have imagined that you was a stripper you're right we got a party together then like yeah. when you come out to LA, we got a party (laughs) actually later turned that i later turned that into a good thing and i became a pole dance instructor for exercise 
Nice. So we're pole dancing for exercise now. So yeah. <laughs> I knew a couple while I was in Jacksonville, I knew a couple of guys that got into pole dancing simply because of the uh the 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 dick the clit ratio of the class being very oh, strategic. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um I don't think was, pole would hurt the guys. No, nah, they, they was like they was all aggressive and <laughs> And I know, but with those, y'all, got, like, y'all got stuff between your legs. Like, I would just... They, they never did that. There was always, like, this, like, side <laughs> stance type thing. <laughs> like, imagine a dude spinning around a pole, but he's holding the pole like this. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, funny stuff, but I got one for you just as good. Um, I, Young Marine, I think I was, like, 19 or 18, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, 18. And this was while I was at MOS school. So we had a, a libo policy, which means I had a curfew. But this was the one night that I didn't have a curfew. I finally got my, my freedom. Said, all right, let me go out to the club. And I'm lying. I did not have my freedom. I snuck the fuck out because I'm grown <laughs> and I had to sneak the fuck out. So I was mad about it. <laughs> um, so we go to this club. The club was named Bulldogs it's in Athens, Georgia, right? Uh, anybody know anything about Athens? UGA's right there right, right by the college, I was dating these um, track stars at the time, right, I got a thing for track stars, if anybody's listening, right, so if you want to, she's a track star, right, (laughs) she was probably running from me, pause, (laughs) jokes, jokes. Um, so we're in this club, and I see my sergeant's wife, right, but I don't know it's his wife, all I know is, I can see this going left already. All, all I know is she got her legs and her thighs and her bust big and her stomach ain't poking out more than the booty do. So, right, I'm shooting shots. Of course, if we, if we, as we have established earlier, I shoot shots, right? So I'm shooting shots and we keep talking. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm being honest about who I am. She goes, oh, you're a Marine. My husband's a Marine. He works at the, the school. Oh, then you didn't see me here. I don't know you. She's like, you didn't see me here. She finally tells me who her husband is. Yeah. I was like, oh. Her husband was like one of the only other black guys at the school. And it didn't help that he was my instructor. I kind of looked up to the guy, right? And we was both from Brooklyn, right? Mm. So she couldn't just be like, oh, you know, I saw one of your Marines from Brooklyn, like you would have ousted me, Ma. Like, so please shut up. You wouldn't know exactly who you were. Right. So she was like, don't tell my husband. I was like, I ain't going to tell your husband. Don't tell him neither. Right. Like, and since we both <laughs> in this, like, what's good? Like, you still got some cheeks. What's good with a dance? <laughs> <laughs> Not the cheeks. Yeah. But I, I didn't, I didn't do anything with her for those of you wondering. Good. Right. I left that married woman alone. I do have another story if we have time. We now do that you said time. that. Now that you said that. So <clears throat> there was a guy that I messed with in Fort Stewart, and he told me that he was, his name was Sergeant Stone. He told me that he was messing. You know, he said he was, he was married, but they have like a situation. They're split up. And normally I don't mess with guys like that because whatever, you're not separated. Mm-hmm. But he was around me so much that it was like, no, he got to be separated. Like, we're spending way too much time together. <laughs> so anyways, we were hanging out, hanging out, whatever. Um, then he just kind of we, we separated for whatever reason. And um, 
So went about my life. And then I started working in a warehouse. There was a lady that worked there and I absolutely loved her. She was amazing. Like, like I just adored this lady. Like I looked up to her. And so, um, you know, we worked together for the longest time, you know, and then she invited me to a party. It was like a Mason type party or whatever. And they were trying to make me into an Eastern star. And I was like, yeah, I'll go or whatever. And so we get to the party and now her last name is Sergeant Stone. I didn't put two and two together. Like I just, I just didn't put two and two together, but this was my girl. Like this is my Sergeant that I looked up to. So we get to this Mason party and he comes rolling up in his nice slick suit. Oh, Hey babe, kissing each other, hugging each other. And I'm just sitting there. No lie ambition. I'm just like, <laughs> like, I'm not looking at him. I'm not looking at her. I'm just sitting there like, and he's just sitting there like acting like he just came over and was like, hey, what's up? Nice to meet you. Like acting like all regular. And I'm sitting there like, you know, we was pumping around. Like, you know, like I'm just. (laughs) That's how that's how, you know, he's like, oh, he do that a lot. (laughs) A lot, a lot. And I just felt so hopefully she don't listen to this podcast. But but at the end of the day, because she's still on my my Instagram page. I don't think she ever knows, but maybe she does and just hasn't said anything because I think they had like a mutual, I don't know what they were. Cause I remember her kept saying her husband and her are like, you know, whatever. But whenever right. I saw their page, they're like all booed up and stuff, you know? So it was just like, I just felt so bad. Like, oh my God, like people don't mess with anybody that's married. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, married people need love too. And they may not be getting it at home. Get it in your marriage. What you mean? Uh, okay. All right. You know what? How much time you got? <laughs> this is another podcast episode because I'm right, trying to go exactly. in on you. <laughs> Me, I got my rebuttal. Married people need hello. Get it from your wife. Uh, sometimes your wife don't be okay. So we gonna act like we don't know. I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah, they tired. If you always tired, then you not you not then you're surely not doing your your wifely duties. If a husband was always tired, he's probably not taking care of you as a husband should. I can agree. Okay. But what does that mean? What do you do? Go you, find somebody that does? No, I mean, hopefully you start out with being honest. And, you know, if the situation doesn't change, I, I prefer to just be like, look, you know, I'm, I'm a grown ass man. I'm, I'm finna be doing something. And unless you want my dick in this couch. <laughs> that I, I, I run it up. <laughs> I run it up 100% at all times. I will say that. Right. You you shouldn't. I don't like, know. I've never been the type of person. And it's so funny. And you know what? I'll just say this. I'm think I'm single, happily single. I've been divorced twice because I mm. chose the wrong man or whatever the case is. But for me, I'm like the, the first of all, the dating game at 39, uh like ugly. Like it's just a whole mess out it, here. It's so not I'm, so good at 30. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's just bad. So for me, I'm just like, I don't want to be a part of that. But then I don't like the stress of it neither. But eventually I would want to settle down and be married again. But now it's just kind of like, whoo, I don't have that stress. I don't have that obligation of having to do something for some, you know, for somebody. Or like you said, the expectation of I want to do it. You don't want to do it. Okay. Because we do be tired, especially if we do a lot of shit for y'all. But then my, my stance is like, and this is, you could fire back the question that comes to mind for everybody. But my stance is, if you're tired, what's wrong with your partner going and getting that need met elsewhere, right? It's not like... Because 
it's loyalty is that if that is if that was so important why did you get married i don't know (laughs) i did it once i'm not doing it again (laughs) right i I acquiesce when y'all ask me questions that stump me. When I ask the question, like, why'd you do it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I um, have, I, I've never, I've never cheated. I don't think I, well, I mean, when it's I was in my first, if you honest about it. Now there are some marriages that are in like polyamorous yeah. relationships and swingers. They're come there. They have the best marriages ever out there. And it's just because they're honest. And like, I have a friend, like her husband tried to do me and she tried to do me too. But like, they were swingers and were they, they liked it. At least? Huh? Were they good looking at least? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they were. Okay. I did her husband. Like she didn't uh, care. But like. I, yeah, I can't stand like ugly. Like don't be but, a swinger and be like an unattractive swinger or unattractive. Yeah. And I'm not they, knocking they, anybody because everybody's attracted to somebody, but. Yeah. You got to like, like what you're doing. Um, But I remember asking her, I said, you know what, how how can y'all do this? I'm selfish. Like, I know my man, if whatever I got to do to keep him around, I'm doing it because you ain't going nowhere. Hold on. This is why you can do it. Right. Imagine if your man was like, you can go do whatever you want. It isn't going to change the nature of our relationship. So long as you don't disrespect me. And now you get to be selfish, truly selfish with more than one. Right, no, I'm not you get built to have like your that. And eat it too. Okay, I'm not I built mean that's fine. That's fair too. I mean, some people are, but that's why I asked her, and she said, "I have the understanding that he loves me. He's just having sex. Like it's just sex for me. It ain't just sex. It's emotion. It's spirits. It's energy. Okay. It's, yeah, it's like everything. Like you're exchanging. He, he cut your soul. Goals. He he, the worm to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, okay, but what about for your partner if it's not like that? What do you mean? It, if he it, if he if he's not like if it's just I mean, sex like, for him? No, like not that it's just sex, but like it's not like he can have sex with another person and it not mean anything. The sex he has with you is the sex he has with you, and however special that is, is its own compartment. I can't because once your PP goes in somebody else, it ain't going back in me. Oh. Like because you don't know where that PP's been. <laughs> I mean, but what if you do know? Mm-mm. I don't know that person. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know that person. You know, like you got to think about. Okay, what illness. if we do know him? No, no. There's no, him. no, no situation where Rocky's third husband gets a clone of Rocky. No. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna cut my camera off. My daughter is coming in here. Hold on one All second. Right. Okay, we'll talk about it in a second. I'm on a podcast and you're live and people can hear you. I'm almost done. No, I'm almost done. I can't talk. Sorry. <laughs> I'll cut it. Sorry about that. Oh, no, you good. We'll cut that out. Don't worry. Yeah. Because <laughs> they wake up. My teens sleep. They up all night and sleep all day and wake up around this time. You had me at the note to the clone. You said. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your clone, no. <laughs> So if I had a clone, like, I, yeah, is she me though? Like, is it me split or is it me and me looking at somebody else that looks like me? No, it's you and you like same brain, same thought. Oh, yeah. and, we all can and do she it. has a submissive factor to you. We all can do it. Okay. Let's all 
I mean, but then that that ruins it because you might as well just be doing me. Not if you're tired. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny. We went from social media to right. (laughs) But this is why I love my podcast. Story time. Be real. All right. So, is there anything that you would leave our guests with? Leave our listeners with? If I could leave y'all with anything, it's be, and I know people overuse this word authentic, but be yourself. You don't have to fit into this perfect, and ambition is like that as well. Like you don't have to fit into this perfect business bubble because that's boring nowadays. We are known as creatives now. So you have to be creative and be yourself and express yourself and not even just, you know, you, but through your content as well. Um, And then if anything, from this story time, you need to live your life and enjoy your life. Um, regardless of whatever it is that makes you happy do what makes you happy and don't fear judgment so that's what i would say i heard you and for the rest of you listening go be great